you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time. Anchor has given Davi a penny. It TPYD is a free podcast. This week on Now Streaming. Welcome to this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. This is our now streaming episode where we talk about stuff that we've been streaming. And guys, I got out to the movie theater last night. Drew Allen was kind enough to babysit for me so I could go see a movie. And I saw everything everywhere all at once last night. Have you all heard about this movie? Maybe, but tell me more. (laughs) This is a movie whose title I've seen on multiple occasions... And it will not stick in my brain. I don't know what it is about the, the syntax they chose to title this movie. But I know what you're talking about, whether I can regurgitate the exact title of the movie or not. So it's a it's Russo Brothers and the Martin McFeely, Marcus and McFeely, Agbo Productions. Uh, Agbo! Agbo, and, and right? A24. Yeah. Uh, oh, Daniel A24, Kwan. I actually do know. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Uh, directed it. It's starring a bunch of people whose names I'm going to mess up, and I really like them, and they were great, and they are great actors and right, um, and I don't really want to even try, uh, but the two lead females are awesome. Um, the the main uh, actor, I think it's Michelle Yeoh, uh, you would recognize her. She's been in a ton of movies. Most recently, she was in Shang-Chi, and she was in oh, Crazy nice. Rich Asians, um, and uh, and she does a phenomenal job. It's a movie about multiverse stuff. It, it's weird. It's super funny. It's I, I didn't see a lot of it coming. But one character that fascinated me was the dad, uh, Michelle's husband. And he had a couple of lines at the beginning. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. <laughs> and I could not place it. And about 30 minutes into the movie, he said... He said something. He said an exact line from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom that I can't remember now because I'm 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 trying to think of it. I guess. And he's short round. He is short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom from <laughs> sixty years ago or whatever. Oh that my god! Did he say you cheat? You cheat? I saw you cheat. You try to make me poor. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those that he line. screams though. Um, that's and incredible. He was apparently also in the Goonies, which I didn't know. And he took a very long break from acting. And uh, he came into this movie, and he was awesome. He was phenomenal. Um, and it's a really... I, I didn't know anything about the movie going in. I saw an Instagram ad for it, and that was <laughs> it. And I think that's probably the best way of doing it, because it's getting a lot of hype now. And if I had seen all the hype, I probably would have yeah. gone in with different um, expectations. But that's a movie that needs to be seen in theaters, and I had a blast. It's about 30 minutes too long, but it is a fun ride. Do you want to um, say anything about the plot of the movie or just like go see it? It is it's a story about um a mother and a daughter and a strained relationship and they are able to mend it in the weirdest way humanly possible. Uh involving a multiverse and uh it, it's just wild. I I don't want to say too much about it because I knew nothing going in and I think that made it better. Um and and I, I had a blast though it was so much fun, um and I think that you guys would really enjoy it if you just like movies 
Um, it's a great one. Uh, and also, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and she's phenomenal. It is so weird, but it's a lot of fun, and I get why it's getting um, all of the uh, all of the buzz. Um, it is now my second favorite movie of 2022. So, wow! Um, I think you guys should watch it. It's it's one that you should see in theaters because it's it's shot very very cool. Are, are we gonna see it on okay. the 2022, not the? Oscars, you deserve <laughs> Quite possibly. Wow. Very, very possibly. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Um, and then the other one that I want to talk to you guys that about that I really, really Wilson. liked. Wow. wow. One that I really, really loved and everyone else hated was The Bubble, which came out on Netflix. And okay, uh, yeah. have you heard about this, maybe? I have not heard about it. I haven't seen it. So I, I have seen... I have seen the when the Netflix when you hover over the this movie and the trailer that pops up while you're at Netflix is waiting for you to choose the movie. I have seen probably eight times, and it's like I want to watch this movie, but it, it's not enough for me to click on it. So please tell so me. I loved it. It is starring an unbelievable cast. It is starring Karen Gillian or Gillian, however you say that. Um, Leslie Mann. Uh, Pedro Pascal, Keegan Michael wow. Key, David Duchovny, Fred Armisen. Um, wow, wow, wow! Pedro Pascal's never made a bad movie. So, uh, James McAvoy's in it for a hot second. Rob wow. Delaney. Uh, wow! Like, it's so many famous people. Beck is in it for one scene. Um, <laughs> like the artist. I don't Beck? know. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's, so it's a movie about actors making a movie and directors and producers putting on a movie during COVID and during the lockdown. So the bubble is the, the bubble that they're living in while they try to make a movie and it is satirical. It makes fun of actors who think that they're so brave for doing the world's easiest <laughs> job. Um, and uh, it, it's, I loved it. It's my, it might be my favorite Judd Apatow movie because it doesn't get too serious and try to prove a point at the end of the movie. Mm. Um, but when I finished the movie, I was like, this movie's incredible. I'm going to watch it again. I bet everybody loves this movie. And no, that is, <laughs> that is not what everyone thought about this movie. It has a 24% tomato meter, which, you know, whatever, oh, who cares? No. But it's got a 32% audience score. Oh, so, like, no. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I don't know. It was, it's like, um, it's like if uh, if like Tremors was made today, uh-huh, uh-huh. it would be like if someone tried to make Tremors in in during COVID because it's about like dinosaurs with like wings and stuff. It's the the movie they're making. I don't know, man. I loved it. I need you guys to see it to tell All me right. if I'm way All jacked right. up or not. Well, yeah. I, I really really liked it. The and then Judd Apatow's daughter is in it, Iris, and she does a phenomenal job. I'll put in my due diligence and watch the bubble. Because cool. you've sold me on it, and I, I would—I really would just like for someone to tell me, like Kyle, you're an idiot, <laughs> or like you—you you have to watch that again, maybe when it's not so late at night or something. Because I yeah, don't understand. Yeah. That's fair. I, I have been in those moments where you're like, I watched this movie and genuinely enjoyed it, and then gone online and be like, Oh no, I'm the only one. <laughs> yes, Why? yeah. Am I weird? That's tough. The that's Eternals. Tough. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's your bubble. <laughs> If, we're, if you're, you're playing really? along with it, not the podcast you deserve, drinking game, I can't <laughs> <that separate. laughs> And Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, Crawford, you're piling on them. That's not nice. 
that's great, Kyle. I love your your uh, now streaming. That's been awesome. That's a great segment. You've done a phenomenal job. Uh, would you mind if I segue into mine? Would you mind if I take over? You're, you're segueing perfectly. Drew, Ooh. what have you been watching? Wow, 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 wow. Um, listen, here, team. We, we've been... Uh, this is we, we recorded this a little, little bit later in the week, so I, I have a lot to choose from, but I'm going mm-hmm. to try to parse it down. I feel like I've... I've been like, hey, I've watched 12 movies. Let me tell you about all 12. <laughs> we'll be our... recording again in like four days. If yeah. That, if <laughs> yeah. that helps at all. Okay. So I'm going to parse it down. Because I've watched... Okay, the main thing I want to talk about is Reacher. Y'all have talked about Reacher, and I can't remember what y'all said about it. But because Loved y'all it. brought it up so much, I watched it. And I have a whole lot of disdain for this series. <laughs> this... This series upset me on a whole nother level. Was it because the warehouse was all messed up? Was it because <laughs> yes, the racking yes. was messed right. up? I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. No, I haven't even made it to that. I'm on oh, episode no. six and I'm like, I, I needed to, to talk about my my grievances before I can move forward with this series because <laughs> I've, I've powered through six episodes uh, despite my my like vile that this show brings out in me and i don't know if this is me like just hating i do think that's part of it but i like started taking notes about why this show upsets me and i think it's just aggressively mediocre and that's like the greatest (laughs) sin to me is like i can tell there's a lot of money and everybody's trying very hard but it's so not hitting on like all levels that I was like, man, this is really upsetting me that you've made this mediocre of a show. <laughs> like, if you've devoted this much time and effort into a really good show, I would be over the moon about it. But And maybe this is my bubble. You know, maybe this is my, the bubble where, or, or I guess the inverse of the bubble where I hate it and everybody else likes it. But, I, 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 and I, I, like, the Reacher character has this Sherlock quality where... He knows stuff about characters that he shouldn't be able to know because of stupid... He can just read them. He just walks into a room and is like, I know based on your height and your gait and the way you... put your left thumb in your You made a C in algebra. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's exactly right. And like... I think I'm being way too critical because if I rewatched the BBC Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, I would I, I I think if I applied the same level of critique I have to the Reacher, I'm not sure if if that Sherlock would pass this test either. To to me, I I, I get I think I get where you're coming from. I think part of it might be that in Sherlock Holmes and Benedict Cumberbatch, they do a lot of like explaining, like truly explaining. Yeah, where he's coming from, and in Jack Reacher, it's Alan Rickman just being like, "Trust me, I know." Like, <laughs> it's a yeah. tweet suit, right. obviously. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I started taking notes, and he like he knew that that Detective Finley was divorced and quit smoking because his clothes and the table shook. Like he he goes on a <laughs> six minute monologue of like, yeah, "I know you're divorced because of the way you dress and the fact that you quit smoking because the table was shaking when I was talking to you." And I, I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch can pull that off. And I, and I don't know if it's just because in that series, like the BBC series, Sherlock is kind of an intellectual character. And so all of that stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, that's believable. But whereas Reacher is like kind of a meathead 
huge military presence. And I, I, I don't want to diss the show for like being like, oh, he's six five, which they bring up every other scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, he's a six five athletic guy who's also really smart. Like th- those people exist in the world, I'm sure. But I, I don't think they lay the groundwork to be believable. And also, he's kind of a jerk. To everyone around him. Uh, anything else that really upset me about this movie? Uh, there was some cool well, stuff in on. it. Before you, before you just like keep just obliterating the show, <laughs> do you want to give an overall perspective of it? <laughs> my, my overall perspective is that it is... It's okay. It's like... It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah... I get it. I get why people like it, but everybody's like, oh, Reacher's so good. You have to watch Reacher, and it's so mediocre. Like, it's like the most boilerplate Sherlock Holmes dialogue. Like, not really interesting. It's all been done before. Mapped onto a, this character is the most good guy in the world. Like, nothing he he does is wrong. It's all, his heart is always in the right place. But the things he does are terrible. Like, he kills people. And the cops, like, his love interest is like, did you just shoot these people in the back? And he's like, yeah, I did. And she's like, oh, okay, I get it. They're bad people. And it's like, no, you should be very concerned that he shot these two people in the back and then stuffed them into the trunk of a car and broke their leg post-mortem. Like, they don't deal with any of the bad stuff he does. They're just like, no, this is Reacher. To be fair, they were there to kill him, so, like... Like, they were, and they are bad people. I get it. But Here's she... Isn't the dialogue? Like, yeah, I, I just... I don't like how they gloss over all of the terrible things he does because he's, like, Reacher. He's the good Because he's so, sexy and handsome and yeah, cavalier and about six it. Five. And do you know that he's 6'5"? Because you, I doubt yeah, that so, you don't know he's 6'5". Yeah, so you don't like that they James Bonded it, where it's like, yeah. hey, he's going to do some stuff, but, like, don't worry. He's going to, like... And then, like, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, uh, I I think my main thing about the show is they they try to to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they like this is the really intellectual, smart guy, but also the really strong and athletic and military guy, and also he can never miss and he's never wrong and he's super cool and he always has the right thing to say. But isn't it's that just, like why we go to the movies and the shows to like see people that are like hanging out with me? Are like, listen, oh, listen, no, mm, no, cop. I'm going to get closer to the mic to say this. No, Kyle. Hey, I, I, and I've also, I mentioned I'm only six episodes in. I It's just really hard for me to be like, this show is so aggressively mediocre. And all of the praise that people got me to watch this for is not earned. Upset me on a deep, deep level. All right. Well, hmm. first of all, I'm going to go ahead and take that personally because okay. Kyle <laughs> and I were the ones that I feel like you're talking about here. And we're like, it's a good show. Our listener Dale it. also yeah, loves yeah. that show too. Um, but a couple of the other things I've been watching and can't wait for Drew to eviscerate later on. <laughs> are, uh, uh, first of all, I want to go ahead and say I finally downloaded Paramount Plus. Because Halo came out, and I hate that that's what caused me to do it. But, <laughs> hey, you got me. You got me. All right. Um, and first of all, while we're on the subject, Halo is great. Really? Uh, the, sh- the show or the video game? The show. Okay, all right. Because that's what we talk about on this show. We talk about shows. Um, well, I, I didn't know. Maybe you were just a big Halo fan. 
I well, yes, but uh, also <laughs> this show is. I think it's very good. I was very nervous about it coming out because I think it's very easy to do space badly. Uh, And it takes a lot of work to do it well. I think it takes a lot of work to do a video game well. We've talked about that before on Mm -hmm. this podcast. Mm -hmm. We've we've talked about video game movies. And I think Halo has met uh, a criteria where it is one interesting, two visually stunning, and three checking boxes for uh, the video game enthusiasts without uh, I don't know what's the word I'm pandering too hard to them. Yeah, without pandering like way too hard. Like in the first episode, they switched to the first person view <laughs> of inside Master Chief's helmet while yeah. he's killing aliens a couple of times. And I was like, oh, I hope you don't keep doing this because that's going right, like, to suck. Right. And they don't. They, they like move away from it. But they do it a couple times to be like, hey, remember this from the game that you love? <laughs> yeah. This is for you. And, and, and it's good. And the, the graphics are great. The visuals are great. Paramount clearly put a bunch of money into this. And Pablo Schreiber is, uh, is the main character. Uh, he's the guy from... He's been in lots of things, but I always think of him as the guy from The Wire, the second season. And um, he he does a really good job, I think, of nailing the movements. But moving on from that, uh, while I was also on Paramount+, Plus, I saw that they had a show called Mayor of Kingsdown, and I've been watching that. Oh, Jeremy Renner, right? Yes. Hmm. Jeremy Renner. I wanted to watch that. And the guy who's the dad in... Um, what is it? Coach Taylor? Is that his name in Friday Night Lights? Kyle. Something Kyle. <laughs> Kyle something. Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, Coach Taylor. We all know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in it as well for a minute. Spoiler alert. Um, but it's actually really good as well. It's also very wire reminiscent. So if you like that, I think you'll like this as well. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, I'm four or five episodes in right now, and I'm having a good time. So I'd recommend that. Um, the other thing I've been streaming recently is Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, yes. And yes. if you haven't been watching it, I highly recommend it. As you might know, not the podcast you deserve. We're big fans of Marvel movies and Marvel mm-hmm. comics. but And uh, Oscar Isaac as a whole. Mm-hmm. Anything he does. Yes, Thank you, because I was about to say Oscar Isaac is phenomenal. And I know that's like the 20th time we've used that word this podcast, but Oscar Isaac is so good in this show. He does a great job of moving in and out of a multiple personality character. Mm -hmm. It's very reminiscent of uh, James McAvoy in Split, and uh, he does a great job of seamlessly moving between the characters also, Ethan Hawke is great. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like making a comeback yeah. out of nowhere. And uh, I, I, Moon Knight is one of my favorite characters. He's like, a, I would consider him a B-list character. Some people may argue that, but uh, I think he's very fun. I think he's very interesting. He's like a Batman that 
has some ed- like different like Batman edge meets to Deadpool. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually a great way to put it. Is Batman meets You're Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I appreciate that, and but like I think Oscar Isaac nails it. I, so yeah. there's only been three episodes released at the recording of this podcast, but I think that it's very entertaining, and I hope it lives up to my expectations. You know, they're doing a really cool thing where even if you've never even heard of this character before, they've made a lot of changes to it, so people probably would no, no one will know. And they're bringing it along really, really slowly because this doesn't have three movies behind it yeah, that they can yeah. just jump right in. Yeah. They're doing a really good job of setting up his, his what are they calling it, DID uh, or multiple personality disorder, dissociative, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Um, yeah. They're doing a really good job, and I think they're dropping hints that they're they're doing a good job. I think they're about to bring a another one in. Correct. Um, I, I yeah, agree they, with you. They've right. They've dropped enough hints now. Where I'm like, okay. I thought they were maybe going to drop that one altogether, uh, but they're yeah. doing a really good job with it. it. It's a hard character to do, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they're doing a great job with it. I think hopefully they're setting this up for with as supernatural as it is right now and weird. I'm I'm all for a Blade, Moon Knight, Black oh, yeah. Knight, Ghost Rider kind of weird uh Bring it. i can't remember what this oh sons of um oh that's gonna bother me it's sons of the night or the sons of Anarchy. night sons yeah, yeah. or something <laughs> oh, that's gonna bother me uh but yeah they're doing they're doing some cool stuff with that I'm, I'm fired up to finish that one the the last thing i wanted to mention was uh i saw the secrets of dumbledore <gasps> was it terrible it's no. getting destroyed on reviews i, oh, yeah. I don't think it was terrible but I do want to have that. every... I would encourage, if you are a Harry Potter fan, go and see this movie, because you should. It's good or for Or if you are married to a Harry Potter fan, you will have to go see it. <laughs> yeah, or you can be drug along to it. Either way, yes. you're going to see it, so you might as well you know, find some, find some joy in it. Um, it's good for the lore. It's good for uh, some entertainment factor. There are a lot of things I had problems with, uh, and I think I'll save it for the next pod. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me some time to. Get, my wife that. went to see it tonight. Yeah, so. I, I I don't want to like spoil anything. I don't want to you know influence people too hard. I do think you should see it if you're any kind of a Harry Potter fan. You should spend the money. You should go see it in theaters. It is worth your time. I had a good time in the theater. I have some thoughts. I have some questions. I have some opinions. Would you like to spend an entire episode breaking it down next week? Two know. weeks from now? You know what? Maybe. Yes. We should it's maybe coming. talk about all the Fantastic Beasts. Who, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then before uh, we, we... Go ahead. No. I, I, before we end, I want to circle back. Because I, I, you know, I would hate to just keep dunking on the Reacher. You're still on Reacher. You no, have no, no, to give no. it up. You're like a you dog have with to a give bone. up, Reacher. <laughs> I have one thing. I have one one last point, and I you didn't I, make I it in your really first fun. nineteen points. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I spent too much time on it, but I do want For to circle back. Twentieth point. Twentieth point and last point. I made up a fun drinking game for Reacher. I, I feel like some of my co-hosts and maybe some of our audience members may enjoy a drinking game associated with a TV show. And I know I've sold you pretty hard that you should go and watch Reacher. But to add a little bit of fun to your viewing experience, 
uh, I made up a drinking game for it, okay? And this is the Reacher drinking game, okay? So you, you take a drink anytime the size is brought up, and you, you take a drink anytime Reacher knows something nobody told him. You're not making it out of this alive. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the two rules <laughs> Those are for the, the shoe. That's funny. Yeah. Um, that'll get you where you need to be. Before we end, I uh, forgot to bring up mailbag earlier. Yeah, um, please. Uh, we had we had some people reach out mail to us after bag, the uh, the uh, singers mail turned bag. actors episode. Uh, Will Baker, good buddy Baker, friend of the podcast, he reached out to me in all caps saying Drew made a Scrubs error. If this has not been pointed out, he should be ridiculed and embarrassed. And I said, <laughs> what was this, Baker? He responded, Mandy Moore is not gift shop girl from Scrubs. Uh, gift shop girl from Scrubs was Sarah Lancaster. Um, Mandy Moore plays the girl that JD buys a half acre with. Um, <laughs> yes, this is correct. Yeah, he just seemed it. real upset about it, and I, I don't care so. enough about Scrubs to no, get upset about it's it. It's important. It's important. It is important. Okay, um, and then finally, and maybe most unsettling, our our number one listener, Dale, uh, my father, has never cursed at me before, and has never hung <laughs> up on me before in my life, until I said Harry Connick Jr. was a bad actor, <laughs> and he called me <laughs> and said Harry Connick Jr. Fought for your freedom and Independence Day. He <laughs> saved us and then cursed at me and hung up. That's the hill he chose to. <laughs> Eric Connick I... Jr. and Independence Day. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I know. That's of incredible. All yeah. I, I, you know, I hate that that happened, but that's such a beautiful moment. In the tapestry I'll remember of your it for life. the rest of my yeah. life. Yep. Yep. I'll remember that for the rest of my life, that phone call. Because it was so abrupt, I didn't say a word. And uh, I'll remember that forever. So, you know, if nothing else, this podcast has brought us together. It's brought me and Dale closer together. So and... uh, it's maybe driving a wedge between Baker and Drew <laughs> now that now that Drew has mis misidentified just... Mandy Moore's you know character. What? Hey, I'm a, I'm a big enough man to own up to my faults. You know what? Yeah, she wasn't gift shop girl, but she was in Scrubs and we all knew what I was talking about, so it's fine. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. Gosh, we've been going so long. Yep, that's going to do it for this week and not the podcast you deserve. Uh, feel free to check out our next episode where we've got guest uh, Scott Terrell will be joining us to talk golf movies. Next. <laughs>